0: This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of John Carey, Laura Pickren, Nico Batson, Elizabeth Clark, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Irene Vierito, the Cam Family, Charles Compton, Emily Estella Scott, Michael Clark, and David Scrams, as well as all of our generous patrons. Radio.
1: Your
0: Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Booyah was hungry. <laughs> it's
1: true.
2: We chased down Booyah, found a dragon turtle, ran away, discovered the, I mean, not the extent of Booyah's uh,
1: issues, but definitely gained some insight into how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Also, and then- Beric's worldview is built on lies. Yeah, I was gonna let you handle
0: that one. Okay, well, um, (laughs) apparently that's (laughs) enough. I mean, uh, that is an it is an apt summary of the conversation Barrack had with Erebus. If you're jumping in now, I have 130 episodes for you to catch up on to understand the context. Why are (laughs) you jumping in now? (laughs) Thank you for for at least at least start at the beginning of an arc, man. P.S. Yes, we we appreciate you being here. Uh, perhaps uh, chapter eight of an arc uh, is is the bad is a bad place to start. Um, so, um, yeah, I would like to kick off this episode. You all are on your way to uh, Teler, uh to return the dragon horn. Um, Beric and Dex are both in their rooms, laying on the floor, staring up at the ceiling. Uh, no, no, Dex Dex is definitely on his bed. On, on his bet. Okay. Um, Dex, give me a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's time to say goodbye to your old pal, Dex. Why? No, the, it's, not as, it's not as bad as all of that. Everybody calm down. Okay, so with disadvantage, that's a 12. Okay. So you're laying there with your dark thoughts, and um, your, your eyelids get heavy, and you fall asleep. Okay? so okay uh it's a couple hour flight so you know quick power nap um so uh as you're sleeping um you uh begin to have a couple of fitful dreams here and there um and then you kind of find yourself in a very uh vivid dream uh where you're on your bed um but you're no longer on the ship um and you your eyes are shut you're kind of groggy and you feel something land on your chest okay um as you open your eyes you feel some like wetness seeping through um your shirt uh and you see um you see uh Chance's head has landed on your oh my chest god what? what? Okay. What are my surroundings? Um, you, you. It, it looks like the train looks like Sarlona, uh, specifically Adar, where you grew up. Um, I'm just outdoors. Yeah, like you've woken up, and and this is kind of the scenario. Um, and then you also see setting on like the footboard of your bed, um, you see, uh, basically, it's like a um, uh, a small basin, a medium-sized basin. Um, Chance's head does have a crossbow bolt in the back of it that you recognize as Booyah's. And you see this medium-sized basin kind of sitting on the footboard of your bed, and you hear a voice from your left say you might not recognize him but that one's connor and you see to your left Strint sitting on what looks to be a tall stool just looking at you um you do notice as you look over at Strint that um he's in his pure changeling form and half of his body is like scarred charred and mangled um including like the the structure of his face is just burnt away and it's it's hard to look at
1: Uh, what the hell is going on oh by the way i i I think i
2: I probably, in my panic, batted the head off yep. of me. That's so it's just, it's
0: just gone. Uh, it's, it's not a going concern on my person right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I thought you would want to see your handiwork. What are you trying to prove with all this? Yeah,
2: I'm aware that my brothers are dead.
0: No, Th- no that- not. you want to work on that sentence. You killed Our brothers. I literally didn't kill either of them. Oh, get off it. You know exactly what I mean. Your actions led to both of their deaths.
2: What are your actions? No, no, no. Their actions led to their deaths. If I didn't do it, somebody else probably would have. What are your actions leading to? We're we're locked in this thing now. Two of our brothers are dead. You're still championing this thing that is categorically bad for our world. No for for
1: who
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sorry but like your your will and desire to be able to kill other people and watch people starve and uh I mean just continue to see the world devolve the way that it has it's it's a noble noble cause I'll grant you but I I, mean, I, it, I feel it, like there's a better way I mean, it's certainly not as noble as just
2: giving yourself over to somebody else's wills and desires to kill people. And and, and and that's what you've done. So I guess, again, I'll ask my question. What is, what are you doing here? What do you want from me?
0: What is all this? Kill other people. I I got no blood on my hands, brother.
2: If I have their blood on my hands, then you certainly have blood on your hands. I'm not gonna pretend I haven't killed. I've killed a lot. I mean like a lot, a lot. Uh, and, and recently. But again I ask you, what is the point of this? Because I'm not here I, I, I'm I'm not here by choice. And so I'd prefer if we skip the pontificating and you just get to the point of why you chose to uh invade my mind and wake me up in 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 in, in such
0: an abrupt manner because i i want to save you i've lost two of my brothers to by by where i'm sitting in my brother's hand, and I want it to stop. I want all of this to stop. I saw
1: our people die, and I want it to stop the the people you've uh I-
2: made your allegiance to now are the aggressors in this. If you wanted to stop, you're speaking to the wrong party.
0: They're trying to they're trying to stop all of this, Dex. What are you fighting for?
1: My home. These people. The people I've come to know and love and care about. Okay,
0: why do they have to die?
1: That's not our solution. I saw what happened in Stormreach. Yeah. That was your people. (laughs) A
0: lot of people died. A lot of people needlessly died. You didn't stick around in Stormreach, though. See what it's like now.
1: Well if you had to destroy innocent people to build it up in something that you consider
2: to be a better place now, I still don't think that's the noble goal.
0: I mean, listen, it's fine. If you don't see it now, but there's peace. How many thousands, tens of thousands of people have died in the past 50 years in your new home because of a, a big chair that somebody wants to sit on. Who cares? I mean, I care. We're talking about the the, the, the fate of an entire world. No, yeah, that's what we're trying to save. People are killing themselves. People are starving. People are hoarding You got the people on top dictating what the people on the bottom get to do.
2: How is that different from the structure where you are literally allowing yourself to be taken over by another entity? It feels like they're dictating what you listen. I know that I'm not going to convince you of anything. You're a true believer and that's fine, but I am not. And from where I'm sitting, everything you're fighting for is dark and wrong and I'm not interested in being a part of it. And I don't know. I no, no, not I don't know. And there is nothing that you could say that would convince me that where you're at is where I want to be.
0: But what what about it is dark? That's what I don't get. Where you're coming from?
2: I mean, I guess all the possession and the, and the killing and the murders. It feels dark, and the the using the I, shadow plane as a means to facilitate this there was a kidnapping of small children for a while and brainwashing them that was bad um there's the there was the big obelisk that was that they were trying to build there in uh in sharn that uh no pardon me not in sharn wait yes yeah yeah in sharn that was gonna you know kind of forcefully take over the minds of people who didn't want for that to happen to them i guess that's like that's exhibits a
0: b and c of where I'm coming from, it's incredible that, of uh, how much of what you just said is just oh so very wrong, and spoken from a place of truly ignorance. And I listen. I those of us that are, as you so inelegantly put it, possessed, do that of our own volition we accept it and want that to happen to act as vessels the i wasn't brainwashed dex i got tired of seeing the people i care about starve i i got sick of having to scrape by and the sarlonians have a system where people don't go hungry they they allow everybody to thrive. I may not be the person I was when we grew up together, but are you? Oh, uh, hardly. No, absolutely. I was, I was never pretending to
2: to be to say that I was. I've certainly changed and grown. And so, were and you I'm brainwashed not. then? No, I was not. Or did you just because learn more? Well I learned more but I learned it from different experiences from different people with different views you were constantly bombarded by the same group of people with the same words over and over again until you let's 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 put it
1: charitably to you until you came around to their position Did it go down
0: like that? Cuz I don't well, I certainly don't recall it being like that What, your thing? Yeah. I mean, my
2: recollection is that over time, you and my brothers all became slowly more radicalized because you spent more and more time hearing from this same group of people these over and over and over
0: again. Yeah. I see. I apologize. I didn't realize that not wanting to watch our family starve was a a radical stance to take. Uh, I, I apologize about that. Um, I'm sure. uh, Yeah. You're being will, you're, you're you're willfully not processing anything
2: that I'm saying just to, to, to pop back in with your next little dig at me for leaving. And you're not going to get me that way, man. You like try a different tack because I don't regret leaving. I have no remorse for it. You guys were already gone.
0: No, that's, that's fine. You can leave, you can do whatever you want, but, then let me do whatever I want. I was. Chance was a hothead. Always has been. But I I was always the one content to let you live and let live. But,
2: yeah, you know, that is actually an interesting tidbit, a, a little cog in this that we have not uh embraced in this conversation embraces the wrong word approached uh they tried to kill me they're dead because i didn't let them kill me supposing they had killed me would would one of them be waking up with my head on their lap
0: listen connor connor and as, a, as, a, as, never a, as a, a lesson from you trying to we've had to come in there and say don't kill my brother Connor and chance never tried to kill you. And if you're going to recall it incorrectly, then that's on you. But I mean, the simple fact of the matter is that especially Connor never did anything aggressively towards you. And, uh, he got melted. He he did get melted. Like Uh, I, I will never get to bury one of my brothers because of you and your compatriots. I'll never get to bury. I'll never get to bury Theradak. Or or uh, Draconos. Who?
1: Oh, two people that
2: both disappeared, lost their lives, uh, as far as we can tell, certainly are gone. Through, from altercations. Uh, I guess the only one was from an altercation with with one of my brothers, wasn't it? No, both were. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Through altercations with my brothers when they were playing dress-up, uh, the same time that both of them attacked my people. If they thought, if they, if they really thought, well, I know if I kill his friends, but just talk crap to him, he will understand that I mean him no harm. That's not how this works. And the fact that they thought it would, that's,
1: uh, that is a failing of their reasoning. And I don't have any remorse for that either. Well, I guess if,
0: uh, wow. All right. Well, um, if you don't have any remorse, then I guess there's, I wish to any of this, but I I wish, I wish it hadn't come to it. No, I mean, you, you, you said what you said, so
2: we can just, I mean, what I said, I have no remorse. I wish it hadn't happened, but I don't feel bad that it did. It was not. I didn't instigate it. I didn't try to prolong it.
1: They kept coming at me and at my friends. And this is how it ended for them. It is. All right. Well. I was.
0: Really hoping that they hadn't gotten to you like that gotten their claws in that deep but I guess uh, it is what it is so um, alright well um, I'm going to go ahead and hold on to this and you see him like kind of materialize um, a large mall that seems to be made out of uh, glacial ice mm-hmm. and uh Best of luck to you and your new kin. Um, Cause certainly it's clear how you feel about your original kin. I'm sure mom and dad would be real proud. And then you wake up in your bed. Ah, uh, no, I don't get to say something back <laughs> nope. to that. You do not. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I wake
2: up I check to make sure there's not blood on my clothes. what time is it oh i I was
0: basically made asleep so the odds of the rest of the crew being awake is good right yeah i mean yeah you were you were out for a little bit um jace in fact shortly after you wake up conveniently uh comes over the intercom and says all right we are uh coming into pls to lair so might want to start getting that horn ready Yeah, the horn's in the case.
1: Um. Hey, Barrick. Sorry, how, I guess I go. How I go
2: well, yeah, I, I guess we didn't say when he said to get the horn ready, blah, blah, blah. I get out up and I go and I knock on Barrick's door. Yes. Hey, uh, I need to talk to you about something. Uh, it's not it's not great news. It's not the worst news. Would you like to deal with it? it? But it also isn't super pressing. Would you like to hear it now? Or would you like to hear it after we see what they can do for us about Booyah? Maybe get a little sugar in and get hit with a little more sh- uh,
1: word I can't say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well hear it now. I think I know where the Mall of the Glacial Plains, what's it called?
2: Glacial Heights. That was close. Uh, I think I know where the Mall of Glacial Heights
3: is, and who's got it. Well, I don't know. Based on my conversation with Erebus just now, all I have to do is activate the Pact on the plane, so we're back around to maybe not needing the weapons.
2: Okay. Ooh, Ooh, fun thought. You think if we tell the dragons live, that sounds that sounds very promising. Okay. By the way, uh, where it is? Uh, okay. So I had a dream just now. I was coerced into a dream, and Strent was there, and he doesn't look great, but he does look alive, which is something that's interesting to me. Um, but he also had the mall with him. That makes sense. It started moving a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. Um. So that's where it is.
3: Derek uh, uh, where, has not gotten up off the floor just at the scene. He's still just laying on the floor. <laughs> Dex gets
1: down to lays like
3: down next to
2: him. What are we doing here? No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Well, you know, I think that's something we need to figure out. Yeah, it's. I, if it turns out we actually don't need it, I mean, I'd love to hear what you and Erebus had to talk about. Uh, if it turns out that we don't need it, then maybe we play around with the idea of telling the dragons who's got it, and uh, they can go get it for themselves.
3: Uh, I don't hate the idea of sicking the dragon on the spider. And, man, I gotta tell you, like, Strand is just a real dillweed.
2: Like, it was never good, but, man, it was not
3: pleasant. That was my impression from my limited conversation with him.
2: Well, I don't know what you did to him, but whatever it was, it roughed him up real
3: good. I dropped him off of the ship. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, it looks like he scraped a couple buildings on the way down. Well, there's volcanic magma at the bottom of Sharn. Yeah, that's
2: actually more what it looked like. I was going to go with Friction Burns as a joke, but yes, he landed in the magma. Anywho, we're almost at Pallas and I got the horn boxed up, and I guess I'm going to go check and make sure Booyah
1: didn't gnaw his way out of his room. So, I guess as you work, don't we dock? All right. All right.
2: And part of this is like, Dex is just real hopped up on adrenaline and anger right now, so he just got sure. up to move. Sure. So, he's going to go
0: open Booyah's door and... See what our, our feral creatures. Booya's not in his room.
1: Ugh.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: We had to have locked the door. There's no way we didn't just. There's no way we just shut the door. So I want to check. Th-
1: huh? Yeah. Yeah. Go
2: ahead. So I want to check the lock, see if he somehow, like, or I want to look around see how he might have gotten out so we have an idea of where well, he might do be.
0: Do these doors lock from the outside? Or, like, I don't imagine I, Booyah's room I, is the brig. <laughs> we would have done something to
2: secure him in there, I guess is a better way to say it. You know. I mean,
0: we might have assumed that he couldn't lock the lock.
1: But I, did you guys put me in my
0: room or below deck? Because the last one, <coughs> what I'd heard is you were just going to get him below deck.
3: I mean that's all Beric said. I don't think we specifically described did. Okay, we, fair. We never said him. I'm surprised him. we left him alone, frankly. But
0: and yeah, we could say did. you left him with Rickard.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to retcon something that uh, like yeah. I in in my head, taking him below deck meant securing him somewhere, and his room made the most sense to me. But we, you're right, we never did elucidate that. So. We didn't specifically say so. Let's hunt Booyah again. Mm-hmm. At least we know he's on the boat. Right, so I just wander around kind of shops. I wander around shouting for Booyah, looking and I'm, you know, hitting the cargo hold, checking the rooms, going to the. Uh, oh, I'm definitely going to the
0: galley. Um, Randy would like what's Booyah doing? He's he's actually sleeping. Okay. So when you hit... He's found a place to sleep. When you hit the cargo hold, you hear extremely loud snoring, like amplified somehow. Amplified somehow? I follow the sound of the snoring. I mean, the, the case of the horn is kind of shaking a little bit. Oh my God.
2: So I don't have the horn case stuff, is what you're telling me. Like I thought <laughs> the, I did. The case is shut. I mean,
0: <laughs> I I open the case. You see a booya sleeping in the mouth of the horn. Uh, can I just
2: grab him and pull him out of it? Like not roughly, just get him out of there, like one would with a pet when they see it somewhere it's supposed to be. Like I don't want to fling him across the room. I just want to pull him out of the case and. Set him down.
1: That's his new den.
2: <laughs> One hopes he hasn't marked it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I do have perception, Jackford. <laughs>
1: that's,
3: that's <laughs> tinting.
1: Not, it's not. not. I have no idea. It might be.
2: I think he tried can, to. Can mark you it. get out of that armor? I he mean, can't figure out how to get the dang armor off. Exactly.
0: That's that's probably true.
2: Uh, so, so something got marked, but it was already categorically Booyah. This
3: is a weird game. Glad booyahs in a good mood. <laughs> he has no other mood to be in. And that was a rough talk. Boy. Just gonna do them all at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Booyah needs a visitation by the ghost of his dead son. Oh my gosh. Well, he's in this state. He's just like.
0: If he's dead, I don't even. I, I mean, know.
3: no, I, I. As the tone of the game exists. Yeah. He's of course dead and horribly mutilated. Will come and visit you in your dreams tonight.
1: Yeah. Pretty easy one for Booyah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the question is is we are going to remember
3: all of this when we inevitably fix him seems like he would right I I don't know
1: yeah no idea have you ever seen this spell work
3: well that makes me feel good <laughs> it's working now <laughs> I've genuinely never seen it successfully cast. What is it called? Feeble Mind? Feeble Mind. Mm. I've seen it attempted a couple of times on critical roll. Both times it was resisted. Uh, It was attempted in my game, and I blocked it with legendary resistance. So,
0: yeah okay so uh yeah you all feel the ship begin to slow and descend towards the airship tower over Pilas Talaire um what do you do um
3: Eric is laying on the floor in his room
1: <laughs> Dex Booyah I just...
2: I've got the horn now in the case without a booyah in there. And I think I've co. Can I, booyah? Can I coerce you to come up on the deck with me, bud, and just wait till we dock? Because that's something I can do. Can I just, can I, can I tempt you with a piece of meat? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Definitely. There's other people on this ship. You can get help. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. uh, Uh, I think
2: I would. Yeah, I get on the Sending Stone and I ask for Rickard and Orionic with with me down to the cargo area so we can figure out what we can do to corral a Booyah up some stairs and onto the deck and keep him calm.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, Rickard uh, has a lot of experience with... Uh, Taming and uh, <laughs> dealing with uh less than intelligent creatures um so yeah uh, Drakir or <laughs> Drakir Rickard um that's right it's
3: finally revealed <laughs>
0: um, even though they've been in the same room multiple times uh, No, there's magic for that, yeah, that's true um uh yeah, Rickard helps you coerce. Uh, booyah! Up on the deck, easily. So, uh, yeah, the uh the ship docks, um, decks with your remarkable perception. You're able to pretty easily spot, uh, the governor of Pilistaler. Uh, is, uh, I guess, saw your ship coming, uh, and is is approaching, uh, via the dock towards your all's deck.
1: I mean I greet her and invite her
0: aboard Oh that's uh it's not necessary uh just uh wanting to uh, I I have some people that can um get the horn off of your ship and and secure it Okay uh that's fine uh, but
2: I do have something I need to speak with you about if you have a moment
0: What is it uh, well, you remember Booyah. She looks at Booyah and regards him. Yes, I, I re- recall meeting him. Okay, well,
2: in the course of us taking care of this dragon, and we did, by the way, the dragon is very dead. Uh, it will cause you no further trouble. Um, he was hit with some sort of magic. And, I mean, the best way to say it is that he is a... It's like he's walking in a coma but also following his like most basic uh, desires and is a danger to himself and others what i'm saying is something hit him with some magic and it's scary and we really would appreciate it if you have any
0: way of fixing it or know anybody who might be able um she muses for a second well what what type of um what type of solution are you looking for exactly? What type of spell? What type of map? And she stops mid-sentence. Uh, Dex, you also understand why she has stopped mid-sentence as a, a foul smell uh, begins to waft through the, the cool coastal breeze of Arenal that that you recognize. And Booyah has a content look on his face. Ah. Uh. Listen, man. The player, the player, Facebook messaged me that it happened. So I got, I got, just got to roll with what I'm dealt. Really?
3: Do you know? I mean, aren't you the GM? Aren't you supposed to be refereeing here?
0: you <laughs> dictate
2: player action. You said no more than once. Uh,
0: all right. Um, he can't get his armor off. What's he gonna do? If if he said I poop myself and turn into a dragon, then yes, it would have been a no to the package deal. But
3: I feel like there were options. Alright.
2: Um, do I need to further explain now? Uh
0: uh but, Go ahead. But I just I, I I I would be more than uh willing to assist you. I just need to know what what type of magic you're looking for.
1: I mean uh, restorative healing. Uh I would like
2: to see Booyah become the Booyah that he was the last time we were in your fair city. Um, that included a Booyah who knew how to use a restroom.
3: All right. Um, Oriana walks over to whatever the intercom station is on the deck and says, Derek, Dex is trying to explain magic. Um, you might come up here.
1: And Dex gets on the Sending Stone and says,
3: I mean, he's doing
1: fine.
3: <laughs> so Barry begins to make his way to the deck. So- I, I think the spell is um, is known as Feeble Mind.
0: I'm not familiar with that spell. Um, do you know what, what can be done to undo it?
3: My understanding is that it requires uh, particular particularly powerful, restorative magics. Uh, not being a cleric, I'm not sure I have the, the particulars of the names, but um, it would need to be very powerful, uh, more than just you know curing diseases of sorts, but a very powerful, perhaps a greater form of a restorative magic, uh, as it were.
0: Subtle. <laughs> um, hmm alright well um, we do have uh, some healers here in the, the harbor for um, ships that come in that, that need some assistance um,
3: we would of course and, be more than willing to compensate any material costs uh, associated with, with the spell casting
0: well I'm Regret to tell you that you'll be dealing with house Jurasco, so you'll be compensating more than required materials.
3: I, I apologize. I didn't know the Dragon marked houses had had enclaves here um, Yes, that they all we
0: can do. yes well that's except for Orion. Um, they know what they did um...
3: <laughs> <laughs> barrarick, when he used to find joy in things, would have. So, been very curious um, well, uh, that's your asco just then uh, if you could just direct us to the enclave, I suppose
0: oh yes, And she kind of gestures off of the dock uh down towards the city um mm-hmm. you see that that courtyard there with the uh, buildings in a, uh, in a circle facing inward uh, yes. all of the the dragonmark enclaves are are those buildings there so.
3: Um, I regret to say we were not able to return with the other dragon horn as was requested by the Undying Court. Um, when the dragon died, it sort of dissolved. Um, mm. Whatever necromantic magics were keeping it intact, I suppose it was not it was not whole when we encountered it. Uh, and with its death, it seemed whatever had been maintaining its body uh, was withdrawn, and it just sort of dissolved. So there was not really anything we could bring back that would
0: demonstrate it, but it is gone. Interesting. Well, um, the the courts, knowing that a powerful, uh, necromantically-fueled dragon is is gone... Um, should make up for the fact that no physical evidence was returned. Um, It is to be hoped. I will send word their way that the mission has been accomplished um, on your behalf. I appreciate that.
3: And Beric begins to make his way towards the Jurasco Enclave.
0: Um, A few elves uh, board your ship. Uh, and we get heading down below deck. Oh, uh, why? They're retrieving the horn. Oh, I assumed it was up here with us. But that's fine. To to blow up your ship, of course. That's, that's why. You know,
3: you know. It's that kind of day. <laughs>
0: I, I'm a purveyor of more existential threats than that, Philip. Blowing up a ship is just so, you know. Sure. sure. So, well, I mean, it's, so, it's our
3: home. <laughs> it's our home, so, you know, you could just burn our home down.
0: That's, that's act two level stuff. That's eighth level at best. In addition that? to <laughs> Barrick's entire worldview. view. Uh, yeah, walking. Okay. Who's wrangling booyah? I let him climb up on my shoulders and really <laughs> gross.
2: Ugh, gross. No, because he pooped.
3: Oriana <laughs> <laughs> just sort of I mean, nudges him back onto a straight line. Yeah, like
0: one in front of us and with one the, with the staff of her spear. Whenever Booyah strays, you all have rope. You can make a, a system. I'm not going to tie him. A, 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 I'm not going to make a booyah leash. It's just not
3: there. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it either. If we get to that point, we're just going to have to abandon booyah. <laughs> 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 we'll find, if, if we get there, we're just finding a nice place that will take care of booyah. Oh. Give him a big yard to run around in, oh.
0: and we'll just move on.
1: <laughs> Oh, that's funny.
0: Cold blooded. Um, <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Just move on. Um, okay. So um yeah, you all find yourself the probably the one of the busier parts of Palace Telaire is the uh the Dragon Mart uh, courtyard. Um you see people entering and exiting buildings. This is also probably the most diverse. Uh, section of the city you see half orcs and uh half elves humans uh walking around freely uh entering and exiting various buildings um Mm -hmm. you see the recognizable mark of a house drasco house of healing uh above one of the doors and you see uh quite a few people entering and exiting that building
3: once we're inside of it barrick will turn to oriana and say uh oriana um would you run back to the ship and, uh, locate whatever, um, of Buya's gold stashes are in the walls, uh, and gather as much as you can. And I'll, um, I'll call when I know how much this is going to cost.
0: All right. So, and into the enclave we go. Um, so as you enter the, um, the first room of the enclave, uh, you see quite a few benches and chairs configured around. Uh, lots of people sitting around waiting. Um, and you see a uh, a desk near the back um, next to a wide set of doors, but the the desk has a halfling behind it uh, that sees you all enter and kind of waves you over. Eric approaches. What's the element? I believe
3: my friend has been afflicted with the spell "Feeble Mind."
0: Oh, all right. Well, um, that will require significant uh, healing magic from one of our finest healers. Um, now, do you have a membership with House Drasco?
3: Does Beric have a, a a family membership or a, a pension from his mom's service that? Does anything
0: with this? Probably not. Okay. No. Alright. Um. And who is the patient?
3: Baric gestures to the goblin whose helmet I think we have established has been opened by yeah. this point. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yes. All right, one goblinoid. Non-standard race fee. Um, um, is he, does he say that out loud? Yeah, he kind of mumbles it under his breath
3: Beric says Is it not the case that Goblinoids are in fact The Indigenous race to Corvair and um, Thus would be the Most standard race In these parts if I Don't mistake myself Regarding the general anthropological history of our continent
0: um man i'm trying to think of the words i can use to convey the look he gives you <laughs> it's just it's it's utter befuddlement as if you had grown a second head out of your shoulder and that head started singing a mariachi song like it's just like I, um... I'm sorry, I don't understand your point. You described him as non-standard. Oh, for the filing system. You see, uh, standard races...
3: I would be substantially more non-standard than him.
0: Um, well, I mean, you are, what, half-elf? Yes. Your very race is named after Corvair. Um... No, you see, it's just the the dragon. Except mark- I'm
3: actually a, a half elf, uh, not properly speaking, korvar as my mother was human.
0: Fine.
1: Just since we're being
0: technical. Um, no the the drag It's it's hard for for the uh, the layman to understand, but dragon marked magic can. Uh, Uh, ...interact adversely with certain uh, non-dragon-marked races. So those that belong to the Houses of the Twelve are, for the purposes of uh, categorization uh, and safety measures, uh, considered, quote-unquote, standard races. And those that fall outside the purview of the dragon-marked houses are considered non-standard Purely as a safety precaution, we have to take some extra measures to make sure that uh, both our healers and the patient are given the best can treatment uh, when they don't align with the standard races.
3: Can I make an insight check to discover exactly the degree to which that was, in fact, bullcrap? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can give me an insight
0: check. Sorry. 21. Okay. 21. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you may th- feel like... Uh you get a sense that maybe at least part of this uh this halfling has bought into, uh but your knowledge of magic certainly gives you the the insight to know that like no, none of that like healing magic is healing magic, like it doesn't interact with different races differently like um so yeah, you know that all of that is bullcrap
3: Eric sort of leans down and says, Listen, I'm not actually looking for you to charge me differently because i can afford it but i've had a bit of a day
1: and i just want it to be clear between you and i you know that's nonsense right like that's just tower spit he
0: kind of regards you and i i'm not a healer. I was not blessed with the mark. I'm simply uh, acting upon the orders that uh, the tower sends down. And... Oh, I, I, I know. You're you're a bureaucrat. I understand and you're doing fine. Uh, if you but... do have some objections, um, I can send you the way of our complaint department.
3: Eric reaches up and removes the mask so that so that the halfling can see the nature of the smile on Beric's face. I'm my, my family's in the British government. I, I think we all know how well that would go. That's just,
1: uh, you, you just,
3: I mean, I just want to know that you understand at and that I, know that, you, that I know that you know what you just said is insane. Again, I'm not looking for a discount. I'm just, I would like for my peace of mind to know that you know that I know if I, that that's absolutely
0: insane. If I agree with what you're saying, will this conversation be over? It will. Then I agree with everything you're saying. Have a wonderful day. We will get your friend back as quickly as possible. Very
3: good. And uh, the bill uh, so that I can have
0: the money. Um, the total fee for greater restoration on a, and he clears his throat, <clears> throat> non standard race, um, and makes some calculations. That will be uh, 1,500 gold pieces. Right. And I touch the
1: sending stone. We'll need 1,500, Oriana.
0: Um she only found 50. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um meanwhile Cassian is somewhere Scrooge McDucking in a room. Um Um okay, so it is a little bit of in, oh, go ahead. In an absurdly
3: petty gesture that just expresses how low Barrick is right now. I'm going to use telekinesis to just Pull on one of the back legs of this gob- of this halfling's chair as he tries to scoot back to get up. Okay, and cause him to fall
0: over. Um, Let's see. yeah, he fails his check, so yeah, he tumbles back and kind of embarrassingly stands uh, up and straightens Oh, Why are you all right? That's
3: probably one of those non-standard chairs give me trouble all the time too and i walk away
0: all right so for (laughs) oriana um uh, oriana has plenty of time to get there with the money uh because it is a very long wait um as they are seeing people as they arrive um in the room um so variety of people are brought back you would uh uh, anything you all would like to do during the wait other than just sit there and twiddle your thun- thumbs?
2: I mean, we don't have to do it again because everybody's heard it now, but I I have to assume Dex would have said, so what's this about? None of it mattering anymore.
3: <laughs>
2: what Erebus and oh. and, and, and
3: uh, Eric well, talked about. Well, Erebus said that the thing I needed to do was be on the plane of Dalcor and simply invoke the pact uh, and all of the power will go and do what I want it to do on the plane and what I very much do not want it to do on this plane. So maybe I'm again also back around to, I think we may be being
1: tricked by a demon. Back around to that one, huh? He says it will untether the silver flame here.
2: What does that even mean? Who who has the silver flame tether?
0: Thorlach. Manifest- Thorlach. Yeah, we're ready for you. Come on back.
3: The manifestation of the flame in Flamekeep will
1: be gone. Oh, well, what does that mean for, you know, all of the followers of the flame.
0: Gruzbane the destroyer. This is the <laughs> Gruzbane Oh, yes, yes. Thank Oh, the large doors around back. Yes. Do you back. remember at the beginning
2: of the last episode when I said I'm not a jerk, so I didn't do it, but Dex would have been yelling for Booyah in the background. Also. Um <laughs> and
3: and Bane the destroyer. <laughs> well, if again, if Erebus is not in fact the shadow in the flame and simply deceiving me to do its bidding which, again, I actually feel that possibility became stronger recently the silver flame would still
1: exist but the the point connecting it to Corvair (laughs) Would cease to be that would not seem to mean it would be unreachable,
3: but I don't think that I will get very far explaining that to the millions of people who follow right. it, right? If it's even true,
1: yeah, so, shoves a hand down in <laughs> Eric's pocket looking Booyah, for a morsel. Barrack slaps
3: Booyah's hand away.
0: Um. Tim, Tim, yes, we're ready for you. And
3: so as to what that would mean here, I would think mass panic across Corvina and revolution in Thrain. And then that assumes that none of the neighbors of Thrain take advantage of that
1: to restart the last war. So that's what it means. So if, if this isn't all a cheat uh, to release Belshalor, then I have the choice between our world falling to dream demons Or destroying
3: the faith I was raised in. <clears throat> also, if it's true, it means that everything I, uh, the, the thing on which I have actually based my belief is just false. So it's been a bit of a morning. You know, my dead mother making an appearance killing the raven failing to stop the dragon killed <sighs> obtaining godlike power and having all the pacts and this sure. so that's where i am as to the weapons <sighs> unless erebus just failed to say something meant to say something that he didn't It didn't, I suppose. I don't know if it's a gendered being. Uh, Then. I am the only thing that has to be on the plane. Maybe the dragons have learned something else. So I suppose when Booyah's better, we should. Contact the dragons one way or the other.
2: (sighs) Yeah, we need to do that anyway. So
1: yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You. Like, clearly, you have a decision to make. And I'm going to be here, you
2: know, running back up for you. But. the, The dream thieves taking over the world seems like the greater of the two outcomes to me. And. As far as your whole thing about you needing to be the only one on the plane, as true as that might
3: be, I'm not letting you go there by yourself. I know. No, I don't think the Dream Thieves are fake. There's too much corroborating evidence from others and your people. Right. No, I mean, I, I leave your people enslaved. I destroy mine.
1: So, it's Yeah.
3: What number is Booyah anyway? I don't know. I wasn't polite entirely to the Barrett, secretary, right? so and it seems like it seems like Tim must have a difficult
1: case. He's been back there for a while.
3: I don't know. I wasn't um, paying attention to him. Bo- so I can't identify people's fa- names by their order. Fair B- Boye? That's us. I don't, are you sure? Quite. <laughs> you see Bear gets Bear see, gets up and begins
0: pushing Booyah towards the void. You see a tiefling stand up. My name is Reginald Boye, yes. Um no. Um Um yeah, they take you back into a small room. Um and uh the uh halfling woman that called you back uh case of feeble mind yes need of greater restoration all right uh the healer will be in to see you shortly i'm okay. sure she leaves the room um after probably another 10 to 15ish minutes um a halfling uh, in light blue robes, walks in um, with a uh, rather chipper disposition, says, all right, uh, Mr. Bowyer, uh we are dealing with a case of feeble mind and need greater restoration. He can't
3: understand you. Ah, I think right. you probably know that.
0: Okay. Um, and he goes over to a series of drawers and opens up a small one and pulls out some uh, dust and sprinkles it into his hand And kind of just, uh, as you would imagine, somebody like cleaning, like trying to spread their hands in this dust Mm -hmm. uh, very mundanely. And then he just kind of places uh, a hand on Booyah's shoulder, places the other one on Booyah's other shoulder, uh, closes his eyes. You see a faint glow from underneath his robe uh, and then like. Booyah's eyes snap, and he says, all right, well, uh, have a good day, and he just walks out of the room. Booyah, you understood him saying, okay, have a good day.
1: Oh, does Booyah remember anything?
0: Yeah, you remember everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Booyah say thank you, Booya, help. The, uh, Bo- the Booyah door me- the door opens. Another halfling walks in and says, Hi, I'm with the administration's office. Uh, yes, uh, 1,500 gold pieces is the bill that's due today. Has Oriana arrived? Oh, Oriana has been there for a while. She was there for okay. the conversation and everything. Beric turns over the coins. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. And she walks out.
1: Booyah, uh, go get clean, please. Booyah, sorry. so, so trouble. You know, in the
0: scale of things, guys. As you all are talking, a halfling, uh, the halfling that called you back there says, uh, excuse me, but your appointment's over. We need the room.
1: Boy, Derek walks out of the room. Yeah, <clears throat> y'all leaves. Yeah,
2: Dex goes as well. Oriana stays. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I need to
3: send a sending
1: to, um, I guess Barasha, since I don't know Orgev's name. Okay, that worked. Booyah, Do Tell him we need to meet. And I, I mean, they've obviously been capable of tracking us, so there's Location. Okay, so contacts contacting. This Booya. That's two words. You have twenty three more. What What do you say, Barrett? We need to meet. We We need meat.
3: <laughs> no, two. <Uh-oh>. Meat. <laughs> the two is going to be important here, yeah.
1: Oh just looks at you like he didn't hear that.
3: <laughs> please say, say, please come to our ship.
1: please come ship.
0: Good enough. I'm just gonna <laughs> drop a cow on your deck. Um. Meat. <laughs> end of episode. <laughs> Sometimes we have good ones. Sometimes we have this one. Um, wow. <laughs> Just wow. Why do people listen to I
1: thought we, knew- we need meat. It was so good. I yeah, can't resist. It
0: no, it was. It was very good. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for inexplicably listening. Um, uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, head over to the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at The Geek Pantheon. Uh, if we, you like what we do and would like to join our amazing Patreon community, head on over to Patreon.com/slash The Geek Pantheon uh, to join that awesome community and help support the show. Um, and I think that's all I've got. So once again, thank you all so much for listening. I'm your dungeon master, Eric. I'm Philip. Randy. I'm Jeff. We will see you next time.